boxers, trainers, fight fans, and controversial judges. Welcome to the No Decision Podcast with myself, Wes Ibarra, and my favorite sparring partner in the whole wide world and co-trainer, Jared Joy Villapando. Villapando. <laughs> Joy, we got another fresh uh, workout to go through today with our members in the gym. We've all showed up. We're all ready to get going. I think uh, we are having a long one today. I'm thinking five rounds of uh, sparring. You think you're up for it? I'm up for it. All right, let's go uh, put some rounds in, y'all. Okay, round one. Beck the bully, Bektamir Melikuziev, our guy, who was supposed to fight Sergey Crusher Kovalev on January 30th. Eventually had that fight postponed due to a positive PED test from the Crusher. Thank goodness he has a fight in place. <laughs> so he's not going to be inactive. He'll be fighting... On February 13th, on the zone, in Indio, California, against Morgan Fitch, which is an eight-round undercard on the Jojo Diaz versus Rahimov card. So, Joy, Beck the Bully, 6-0, six, six KOs, very young in his career. Uh, right. He was supposed to fight one of the more reputable uh, light heavyweights in the game in Crusher Kovalev, but is now doing a eight-round fight against Morgan Fitch. So... What do you think about this? Do you think uh, this is good for him, uh, despite uh, missing out on a pretty big fight that could have uh, risen his stock? Well, that's the thing, right? Uh, Bektamir, like you said, is uh, quite a young fighter. And if he was going to fight Crusher, it would have been a step up in absolute experience. But, um, I mean, he, he's fighting a, a good fighter. In Morgan Fitch right although it has to be said Morgan Fitch lost his last fight against Anthony Sims jr. Uh, it was actually in the Wintrust arena in Chicago but yeah uh, unfortunately right like we don't get to see the the crusher fight with um, Bektamir Melikuziev but I, I think I think Morgan Fitch was he you know like he, he was there for a stand-in right like he February 13th from January 30th like it's not a long time and so I think they just wanted to have Melikuziev active um you know after he was pretty much gonna miss almost a year of boxing and so yeah I think I think this is a good fight I think it's gonna be a good good experience for uh, Melikuziev but yeah uh we will see right Morgan Fitch is he he's gonna be a test but it's not going to be as big a test as Crusher would have been. For sure. And once again, everyone, that fight will be carried over to zone February 13th. So that is in six days. Um, so we'll be more than happy to follow up on that in next week's uh, sparring session. Right. But that is a quick round one. So Beck the Bully has a fight. Thank goodness we get to see uh, his rising star be active in 2021. Right. Second round, there are rumors of a Mike Tyson versus Evander Holyfield trilogy, hmm. allegedly somewhere in the range of $200 million in the works. <laughs> All right, Joy, what are you thinking about this? Are we, are we buying it? Are we selling it? Are we what? Oh, man, I don't even want to touch it. $200 million? Uh, I, I would have I seen those figures um, maybe when they were still... 
like when they were fighting like in the early are you sure yeah even accounting for inflation and all that stuff well that's the thing right i mean (laughs) i mean right okay fine like yes it, it is gonna be it's probably gonna be a fun fight but again these guys aren't in their primes anymore they're not you know it, it it's just i don't know i thought that when iron mike said he wanted to fight more i thought it was going to be more of a, an exhibition that he was going for but you know mike iron mike tyson versus uh, evander holyfield the first two were pretty good although i will say that evander holyfield probably you know he he got the best out of uh, iron mike tyson um and i don't know I, I don't know about true west but i thought you know there shouldn't be a third fight even after those those incidents with the biting of the ear and stuff like that um i'm pretty sure there's not going to be anything like that this time but again right these guys aren't in their primes um i would have loved to see them fight well of course mike tyson was also pat way past his prime when he fought evander but still you know there's just a little a level of inactivity between these two fighters so so yeah uh, 200 million sounds a lot for fighters their age yeah i mean right i would have i would have loved to see a riddick bow versus i'm still i'm still on the fence with that right right you know i i don't know especially with the excitement but disappointment that tyson versus jones jr brought yeah. back yeah yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it's gonna be like that, then we could be in, we could be up in arms about what happens in that fight. Right. So I'm a little weary of it, uh, but two hundred million dollars. I mean, it's gonna be a very one. It's gonna be hard to match make that, because who are you gonna put as undercards? Who are you gonna do uh, do for the uh, the judges and the um, commentating team? Who's gonna carry the the fight? Where is it going to be held? This, that, and the other. Liabilities, all that stuff. But, you know, right now it's just talk. It's all allegedly. But we'll see. Um, I will say, though, if it does happen, I would be, I would watch it. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, I'm going to have to watch it, right? I mean, it's Mike Tyson and Vander Holyfield. Uh, but yeah, yeah it, will, it will give us a taste of uh, what could have been, right? <laughs> if, if we were alive in that era. But, okay, uh, that is the end of round two. Very quick, is despite the star power. Uh, round three, um, the Floyd Mayweather versus Jake Paul matchup hmm. was postponed. The media claims it was due to a lack of interest. I, think, I mean, I think for once the media is somewhat right there. Floyd claims it's still going to happen no matter what because he's going to go on some kind of exhibition tour, including the Paul brothers. Right. On his hit list, uh, Joy. Uh, I don't know. Uh, do you think uh, Floyd will do a D W Y Y S D? I think that's the acronym. Do what you will say you will do. D W Y D W S Y Y W D. Or do you think that it's all just talk and that maybe Floyd is just gonna do? exhibition fighters again exhibition fights against fighters that probably don't have the you know upper echelon boxing caliber i think i think yeah i think, <laughs> I think the second option 
Uh, I think, yeah, Floyd seems to be interested in doing uh, exhibition fights with, you know, non-fighters. MMA fighters. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Uh, and so, or non-boxing uh, fighters. And so, I don't know, like, you know, if there is no more Floyd versus Paul, then, you know, I'm glad, right? Like, there has been a little bit of backlash in the boxing community saying, you know, there shouldn't be, we shouldn't, you know, stoop down to the levels of these YouTubers, you know, who just want to use our sport. Um, I believe that was Teofimo Lopez who that said that. Teofimo, yeah. <laughs> He said that, yeah, like, why, why are we, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, basically what you said, and it's like, right. it's a paraphrase, it's like, why are we allowing people like the Paul Brothers, KSI, right. DG, to, uh, and Ensign Gibb to, you know, to participate in our sport that we right. worked so hard for. Exactly, right, and, and to, to all the listeners, I mean, boxers' lives aren't easy, right, they're, the, you know, so you have the weekend warriors versus you know the guys that actually make out to to really large venues, and and that's the thing, right? They they pour their blood, sweat, and tears to to these things, and for you know it, it is quite disrespectful for just having the Paul brothers or any KSI or any YouTuber. I, I don't mind having these YouTubers fight each other, but when you're having you know Floyd Mayweather, you know pretty much probably the best fighter in our generation was. Um, fight one of these guys you know there there are some levels of like satisfaction right we get to shut them up but you know because someone i think one of the paul brothers is asking for a title fight which i mean okay it's up to you man it's i hope it's a it's a pretty legitimate champion i um, mean it's kind of like what i said about uh last week about mcgregor wanting to fight pacquiao for the wba right exactly it's like really at There's, 0 one there's, I mean, Come on. right? I mean, there's, there's a lot of things, right? Like, um, stars are beginning to figure out that there's a lot of money in boxing, right? I mean, and also, everyone, let's not forget. Uh, so, and you know, take a step back for a bit and real remember that Jake Paul is one and one, or one, <laughs> yeah, one, no, oh, one and one, or one, one and one, I think. Right, right, right. I'm not sure. <laughs> or two, or two, maybe two wins, one loss, one draw. I know like one of them. Not... The other one is undefeated, right? Yeah. yeah. But that's only like, he only fought like twice. <laughs> he only fought twice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like what, where, where does that warrant a title fight? A title fight. <laughs> and, you know, I think uh, Jake Paul said he's going to fight Ben Askren, who is a world-class wrestler. Right. World-class wrestler, uh, you know, pretty much high elite uh, or maybe today, I don't want to offend the UFC guys, but a very good MMA fighter. Right. So where the hell does that add up? I, I feel like these people, you know, and they're more or less our age. Mm. So I don't, I don't want to sound like a raggedy, uh, salty old man, but God damn, these, I don't know where the hell these guys thought of doing this. Right. Now, uh, I don't know. I mean, next thing I mean, next thing you know, uh, Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio are gonna want to start fighting people too. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Oh my but, god! <laughs> but I mean, you know, they're not. What do you call it? They're not annoying like the Paul brothers. Uh, like, KSI. <laughs> oh well, okay. Well. I mean, granted, 
Uh, and you know, that's you know, I'm gonna leave it there. I guess that, ignorant would be that's, the right that's word. gonna that's gonna get a that's that could get us into <laughs> hot water because of uh, because There's of a lot, certain things. They have a lot of fan bases. They have a huge fan base, right? They have a huge following. But I mean, okay, if if it does happen. I'm going for Floyd, right? I really want Floyd to whoop his ass, but uh, if it doesn't I do happen... I too, and as a matter of fact, I want that fight to be where uh, Jake Paul... Oh, no, not Jake Paul. Logan. Yeah. Logan can fight his natural weight at 180, 190. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Floyd will fight at 140. 140, like 145. Kind of like, kinda like, kinda like the big show. Well, yeah, right? we, we will see. We will... Yeah, exactly. So... And you know what? If, if, if there's going to be no rules, then that means Floyd could put a brass knuckle under his wraps. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There you go, right? And so, yeah. If it doesn't happen, then it's also good for boxing, right? We want... If Floyd wants to, you know, get back and and get into um, exhibitions, I mean, I'd rather fight a guy from Japan that... Or was it Japan or Thailand? It was Japan. Yeah, that we've... I've never heard of, and it was a boxing match when the guy was a kickboxer. But, uh, yeah, and the guy was an elite kickboxer at that too, right? <laughs> like the guy was like a, like a cha- like Naoya Inoue level right, right, kickboxer, right. right? So, so uh, you know, yeah, that's the thing. I right? don't know, man. But, I mean, I will say an exhibition match that he would literally run from again, as he did back in 2010 through 2015, as if someone invited him to fight Manny Pacquiao again. <laughs> uh, I heard they actually that one, that offered one, that him one he, that one he could actually avoid, right, literally. right. right. Uh, because of course it wouldn't make any sense to either either guy, right? And of course, you know, Floyd had one of uh, Floyd's uh, criticisms is that, uh, or not criticisms, but also like uh, traits was that he knew when to match make with somebody, right? Right. So I don't know. Um, it would be a lot easier uh, to match make with a kickboxer or wrestler um <laughs> as opposed to a guy who who's pretty much just as credible as you are in the boxing game right right, right. even if you beat him before doesn't matter yeah absolutely uh but yeah uh that's that's round uh three with uh floyd and paul floyd claims it's gonna happen the media thinks that you know there would be no interest in it i think they're right uh and of course we had a little rant there and then, of course, somehow uh, we somehow tied Pacquiao Mayweather 2 into it. Great. <laughs> great round, everyone. <laughs> but round four, we're going to still talk about Floyd. So bear with me here. Amongst this, uh, the notable uh, targets in this 2021 exhibition tour, Joy, uh, one of the names really stood out because this one is probably uh, major fuckery. But... Lloyd says that at the end of the year, if it ha- if it's available, he'd be willing to fight 50 Cent. Oh, my God. But this time he said, according, according to Floyd, for, for all the marbles or for everything, something like that. Right. Whoever wins gets what, all the money, like gets all the purse. Oh, it's money. Okay. I thought right. it was like something. Okay. I thought it's, it was something a lot more, a lot more uh, crazier than that. No, it's it's the entire purse. So whoever wins gets the entire purse, which yeah, winner take all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that that makes a lot more sense. I thought it was gonna be like I don't know, fifty will have to go bye bye or something. I don't know. 
like in like in Tokyo Drift <laughs> when uh, when they did that final race. But uh, um, <laughs> they're fighting for pinks. Yeah, basically, I thought that, I thought that's what that was it. Something was gonna have to happen to them personally if, if they if they fought and whoever lost. But <laughs> if it's it makes more sense that it's all about the purse. But um, okay, Joy, for real though. Floyd Fifty Cent, real bullshit. It's bullshit. Or bullshit. It's bullshit. Ah, oh, good, smart man. It's I'm bullshit. I'm claiming bullshit oh too. God. Like, come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Oh. Like, I mean, uh, my yeah, hot take with that, Joy, is that. Let's say Floyd beat the crap out of 50. Right. 50 has done very well in his life. <laughs> I don't want him ending up like Ja Rule. <laughs> okay? Because he got ding-donged by Floyd or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, So, I... Mean, I, I <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Ri it's ridiculous, dude. Uh, but, I mean, we've already known uh, that 50 and, and Floyd have had beef somewhat right like because then 50 cents started saying that you know you're ducking pacquiao and then floyd is like you know he doesn't know what he's talking about and 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 i remember uh was it the breakfast club west where like 50 cent was all like you know floyd can't read and that uh i think it was uh breakfast club with uh charlamagne and angela yee that was a that that was hilarious, but you know, I mean, obviously these two have beef and they're they're trying to settle it, but I mean you can't always play Floyd's game, right? Like in boxing, of course, Fifty Cent's gonna fucking lose, but yeah, uh, like you said, Wes, like I think Fifty has done well enough in life that he shouldn't go after this, because uh, what is he gonna get out of? I mean, you know, there's for sure he's not gonna win, so he. He's gonna come away with nothing out of it. I mean, just do what do what real men do: sit down, have a conversation, shake hands, call it a day. Right, right. Or have a reading. If you, all, if you all if you all choose to play a round of golf with each other, so be it. And if not, leave it. Leave it in the past. Go go <laughs> on about your lives. Keep making hundreds of millions of dollars, whether it's off of records, off of you know merch, right? Investments, whatever. Right. 50, 50, 50 right. is too smart for that. He 50. can't. I'm serious. Because he's a successful businessman. He, right. he can't. He has a water company, for God's sake. Like, come on. Fifty's gonna roll up in G unit trunks. I don't know. <laughs> well, how about how about we don't have it happen so he doesn't roll up in anything? Exactly. Exactly. Just go about. Just go about it. Like, oh my God. But yeah, I call bullshit too. Uh, fans, let us know what you think about the last uh, couple rounds. So with the Iron Mike. Uh, Floyd and uh, the Idiot Brothers, <laughs> and uh, Floyd versus Fifty. What do y'all think about that? Do you all want that to happen? Uh, do you all want to see Fifty or even Floyd or even the Paul Brothers get hurt hmm. or score a huge knockout? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I don't know. The boxing scene has gotten a little funky, but right. I just when I thought it was gonna try and get a little bit better. But okay, we got two bullshits. I'll take it. That's that's what I was hoping for anyway. Uh, okay, we're into round five. This is the last round, so let's uh, let's touch it up and uh, put it all out there. Feeling real festive, just like I was last week in the last round. But as we record this today, 
it is uh, Super Bowl 55, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, big deal here. Uh, and, you know, it's pretty much a title. Who doesn't love talking about titles, right? And the two leaders of both teams. So Kansas City, their leader is Patrick Mahomes. Mm. Tampa Bay Bucks, their leader is Tom Brady. All right, Joy, I want you to think about this really critically. Who is boxing's Patrick Mahomes? Ooh. Ooh. I I actually had to had to think about this. Um it was it was quite difficult, right? Because Pat Mahomes is is He's not like any other quarterback. He is very special. Just the way he throws his ball, throw the throws the ball, the way he could bend the ball, and so I was thinking, you know, wh- who is the boxing equivalent to Patrick Mahomes? Uh, a guy that is showing us something that we've never seen before, uh, or you know, at least so good that he pretty much is the the culmination of a hundred years of of football but translated into boxing um it was really difficult man uh, uh it, it's so easy to say a canelo or a lomachenko you know because these guys they, they do show something different from for for like a, a boxing standpoint but yeah it, it was really difficult uh he has to, he's probably gonna be like an up-and-comer but yeah uh, he probably already passed right like i mean god damn it this is the third time we're talking about floyd floyd was uh, a lot more different right he he literally took it to the sweet science of boxing um and i think that's what mahomes does right like he he takes it to the very sweet science of you know Football is a game of inches, you know, and, and boxing, you know, the motto is get and not get hit. Uh, and so, I don't know, these these two guys pretty much exemplify the sport that they're in. Uh, and so, yeah, these are, he's probably the Pat Mahomes, although, you know, he's already retired and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, uh, there, it's really hard. It's really hard to say because in, in what, like a hundred thousand years of boxing you know there's not a lot that you could show that's new to, to guys there are there are a lot of new ways to to go about like you know your attacks uh your defense but putting it all together is and showing something different is a little bit harder okay now who do you think is the tom brady of boxing oh it, it looks to be mp right that the forty-year-old guy, Manny Pacquiao, fighting the the new guns, and still doing it well. Um, he's still world champion, right? WBA. Well, he he was dropped, right? But yeah, I, I mean, still, you know, he he was still world champion at the age of forty, and so that's what Tom Brady is right now. Um, you know, Pac already has eight division world titles. You know, he's not looking for a nine, um, and so. But yeah, uh, it's probably the the Tom of the, the the boxing world is probably like Manny, I would say. Sure. 
right? I yeah. I will say I do agree with you on the TV twelve portion of it, so I'm not going to go into further more detail. Okay. With that, but for my Pat Mahomes, uh, I'm thinking I was thinking a young guy, so a guy that hasn't hit thirty. Right. Exactly. So, and you know, Pat Mahomes has one Super Bowl title, one. right? Mm-hmm. And it's pretty innovative. The fighter to me that has one title and is pretty, pretty innovative, and I think he has an unlimited ceiling, or not unlimited, but like a very high ceiling. Sweet hands, Caleb Plant. Ooh, okay, nice. Because look, for a white dude, he can dance in the ring, really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's got very, he's got, he doesn't not, he not only has sweet hands, he also has sweet feet. Holy right. cow. Kind of like what you said, Joy, that he's a bigger Lomachenko. Right, right. Right? And he has a little bit of charisma. He has a story. Right. You know? He he really perfected his craft. He he has a very interesting fighting style. Like, his Philly shell is a little bit outer rather than the traditional behind, like you said. Right. It's more it's more here. Right, right. Absolutely. Right? So, for the, for the... I know you all can't see this, but... I'm standing in the orthodox uh, stance, and my parry hand is uh, on my left cheek, basically, but right. my lead cheek, right. as opposed to like how Floyd would do the Philly shot; it would be behind. Yeah. Then you, you, you know, you do this. Flipping <laughs> the, you do this. But uh, <laughs> I'm trying to be funny, y'all. I know you all can't see what I just did, but I was trying to be funny. That's kind of how it looks, anyway. Right. Right. But uh, yeah, Caleb Plant. He's a he's a world champion. You know, he has everything to gain. Right. But at the same time, Ooh. everything to lose. That's kind of like Pat Mahomes right now. Right. He has Sorry. everything to gain. Maybe not as much to lose because, you know, if you lose a Super Bowl, who cares? Yeah. As long as you make right. it back or, you know, keep doing your thing, keep uh, being one of the faces of your franchise, faces of the league, so be it. But, yeah, no, for me, it's kind of like that because everything is going right for him at the right time and people mention his name a lot in the boxing scene. So my Patrick Mahomes is Caleb Plant. I do like your choice, though, uh, Joy, of Floyd. Um, I think that was a pretty safe answer. I would also say that Canelo is a safe answer. Uh, Terrence Crawford is a safe answer. Um, Maybe even uh, Naoya Inoue. Right, yeah. Sure, Errol Spence, yeah. Right, right. Well, that's the thing, because, right? Uh, Inoue, because they got so they got success so fast. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, like it, it's really hard to even translate a guy like Patrick Mahomes uh, into a different sport and say, like, oh yeah, this guy is the Patrick Mahomes of of boxing. But sure, yeah, like it, it was quite difficult, right? Because when was the last time we've seen a young fighter that was just so like he he was just something brand new to the sport i think for me it was roy jones when he was young he was just so fresh um like of course he was very flashy and very charismatic but i just love the way he fought he he was a counter puncher he was the pretty much the flashiest counter puncher i've ever seen sure i mean you could also argue uh that uh dang it i just had a so you said roy george oscar de la hoya oscar yeah golden boy yeah because that was that was something else right yeah yeah uh but yeah i mean granted there's a lot of names that you could put 
in both categories, really. Right. Um, you could also say uh, Bernard Hopkins for TB12 because that guy fought well into his forties <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I liked. I, I we can both agree on Manny Pacquiao for TB12, but Bama Holmes, I can understand. But yeah, there you have it, folks. Uh, Joy has Floyd and uh, Manny. I have Caleb Plant and Manny. And I would like to let you hear from. Let you talk. I want you all to tell us who you'll think your Patrick Mahomes is. So to get more context, Patrick Mahomes, young gun, success coming at him at 300 miles an hour. Uh, TB12, the guy who's probably probably the most distinguished resume in all of football. Right. And is, there, is quite up there in age, but still in the game and performing at a high level. Right. So, yeah. So let us know what you think. And... To uh, close out the the gym, uh, Joy, uh, I do want to have a sub point to the uh, Super Bowl round. Who do you think is the most inspiring story in all of boxing? So Tom Brady is an inspiring story coming right. from a high school where nobody really recruited to being the seventh string quarterback at Michigan University to being the sixth round 199th pick. And then you have Pat Mahomes, son of a... Uh, major league uh, star a player baseball in baseball um, was already on the national scene at an early age for whatever reason was not highly touted coming out of high school had to put Texas Tech on the map pretty much on his own virtue and was a top 10 pick and is now practically uh, one of the many faces of the NFL so who's the most inspiring story uh, in in boxing for you Ooh. Man, it, it is, I mean, there's a lot of great guys with a lot of stories, and that's what we love about boxing, right, is because these guys that we watch, they come with stories, um, and man, it is, it is really difficult, but uh, to me, I think, I think the guy with the greatest story for me, I just love hearing his story over and over again and hearing it back. It's Cassius Clay, right? Muhammad. Exactly. And, you know, I actually read the biography, the autobiography of Cassius Clay or Muhammad Ali, you know, and I remember, you know, when in his book, he said that, um, you know, he after he won the gold medal being an Olympian, um, he goes up to this restaurant and even with the gold medal in his around his neck. You know, they still didn't serve him because of his the, the color of his skin. And he was so upset by this. And, and you know, of course, like, he, he was also angry. Um, he, I believe, you know, he, he just ran and he threw away his gold medal, you know, saying that this gold medal isn't worth anything. It still didn't give him any kind of acceptance from the society that he wanted to. But I think at that point, he, he realized that he... He didn't need acceptance from society that he he was gonna be himself at that point and i don't know it, you know it, it's just for me whenever i hear the stories of cassius clay or muhammad ali it's always uplifting for me um because again these boxers give out you know their, their entire lives for boxing and muhammad was just more than just boxing to me sure no that's I think that's a very good story to always look to, right? Right. Because Muhammad Ali lived through racial segregation, civil unrest. Right. 
uh, fighting for civil rights, equality. And that, if, if you ask me, that's a fight that we're still fighting today. Right. Absolutely. Right. And of course, you know, without Muhammad Ali, uh, without Dr. King and all these people, right, um, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be where it is today. Right. But inspiring story for me. Uh, hmm. That's it's really tough because, yeah, like you said, there's a lot of uh, inspiring stories uh, from any fighter in any weight class. Right. right. But for me, I would say uh, an inspiring story could be someone that we haven't really talked too much about in uh, this episode so that's why I like your your line joy but I'm gonna go with hmm I'm gonna go with Anthony Joshua okay yeah Anthony Joshua like Muhammad Ali is an Olympian gold medalist at that right now Anthony Joshua didn't have uh, the incident that Muhammad Ali had but at one point was not boxing anymore right he was working uh he was working construction yeah yeah and you know he got into a lot of trouble and he somehow found boxing as his refuge to kind of like be a better person yeah and then now you see where he's at you know he's a he's a multiple a time world champion at the heavyweight division he has a majority of the belts he he aims to build schools in africa he has all these uh, foundations he has a uh, every just about everything he even has the you know the look the persona to be very marketable and uh for someone to kind of like come up come down and then come up again right that's pretty inspiring right because it goes to show that you know no matter what life throws at you it's up to you on how you decide you want to come back mm. right yeah and in this case it's possible to go from laying bricks to <laughs> having four <laughs> world title belts right. <laughs> so and pro probably taking part in the biggest fight in uh, modern boxing history so right. yeah no that's that's my guy anthony joshua uh, and you know, again, uh, visitors at the gym tonight, I, w I would love to hear y'all's inspiring, uh, boxer story. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to hear a lot of, uh, Manny Pacquiao in there too. Right. Guillermo Rigondeau. Or, uh, the or Guillermo Rigondeau. Yeah. Yeah. With all, all the Cuban fighters. Um, shoot. Even Ryan Garcia is a interesting story. Right. So er everybody likes what they like here at the West Joy gym. But yeah, uh, before I close out, Joy, I would do want to say uh, rest in peace to Leon Spinks. Yeah, rest in peace. Rest in yeah, peace. heavyweight champ, uh, big name in the boxing community, lost his uh, battle with uh, cancer. Uh, so uh, condolences to his family and friends. And uh, yeah, you know, um, it's a it's tough, but you know, I, I think he lived a pretty good life. Right. Otherwise, uh, especially as a champion. So yeah. Uh, but that is all for today, everyone. Thank you all for showing up. Enjoy the game tonight, regardless of who you root for. Uh, and 
We're closed. We're closed early today. <laughs> you don't have to go home. I would recommend you go watch the game somewhere. But you can't watch it here. But for what it's worth, we'll be back next week with a fresh episode of the No Decision Podcast. In the meantime, check out, while you're watching the game, check out our other podcast, Run It Back, where myself and Joy talk about the landscape of Formula One racing. So if you're if you want to watch... Uh, what is it? 20 guys drive around cars at 200 miles an hour <laughs> in all kinds of uh, all kinds of twists and turns. This is your show. And also follow us on the Wes and Joy show on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, mm. Wes on the mic. Right. You can and also Joy, find us on Spotify. Spotify and YouTube. And Joy, is there anything else you want to plug before we turn out the lights? Uh, no, that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> you you covered all of it. All right. All right, everyone, enjoy the game. We'll see you all next week, and uh, have a great afternoon.